with Dan Malecki joins us now to review the weekend's harness action. Dan, good afternoon to you. Uh, I thought you might have been out here at Oakland's Junction for the uh, sales this week. <laughs> Oh, too many times over the years have, uh, have either had horses being presented there for sale or, or uh, getting involved with uh, with buying one. So uh, this year um, I've had other other bills that are at the forefront of my list, uh, Matt, so uh, I'm staying quiet. No doubt I'll get a few texts and phone calls, but I'll try to avoid them at all costs unless <laughs> Matt Stewart agrees to go in the equal size shares that I'm, I might end up taking. Uh, yeah, well, we know how that's going to turn out. Um, so we, neither <laughs> of us will be free. We need your help with a winner, actually. I just rem I just remembered the events of yesterday, Hornet, and the events of about three days ago when Mitch Beer, when oh. we were talking to him, sort of when you signed him off, he said, ah, ah, Mitchell. Ah, ah, I've got one for you at Wagga on Tuesday, which uh -oh. is unbeatable. Uh -oh. I had a fairly big bet on that yesterday. Well, I had a relatively big bet as well. I've yep. never seen a worse performance from a hot tip in my life than that. I, I, my first thought was something must have gone wrong. Something must have gone wrong. Well, Mitch, if you're listening, if you haven't got a reasonable excuse, then we, we're, we're not afraid to. <laughs> we need to make amends, Mitch. Temporary bans. Yes. Uh, you obviously the, didn't get on Dan yesterday at Wagga. No, look, I've I was out, out in La La Land yesterday for most of the day, <laughs> Matt. So maybe fortunate for me, uh, that was the case. But I noticed that. Uh, Matty S brought up uh, Corona before and now he brings up beer. There's something going on there in Matt's head. Yeah, there is something going on. It's going down his throat as we speak, Dan. Oh, I would never do that professionally <laughs> on air, of course. Of course, as soon as one o'clock comes around, we may have a sip. Uh, hey, Danny, what a, a huge <laughs> performance from Catch a Wave over the weekend in the, uh, the Miracle Mile. Only Andy Gath's second ever runner in the Miracle Mile, which is sort of hard to believe, but... He's got himself a superstar. I think there's, there's no doubt about that anymore. No, and uh, look, that was the case, I'd say, 12 months ago. We thought he was perhaps the most exciting horse uh, going around and going through the grades at that time before sort of Captain Ravishing uh, appeared on the scene uh, almost from nowhere. But um, he is a top horse. Uh, Andy's been running against older horses as a three-year-old going through his classes, and he's been dominating them. And... Oh, look, he's an A-grade horse, there's no doubt about that, and he got his opportunity. Um, he could well have been a Hunter Cup winner or a Victoria Cup winner beforehand if he got into those races, so I wonder if they'll let him in now. And Malecki is with us for gate speed on this Are you drinking too? Monday afternoon. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Someone's got a host, Dan, because Matty Stewart is enjoying whatever. What's in the roll, Matt? Is it, it looks like potato and salad, and there's some sort of meat in there as well. Kebab, coleslaw. Mm. And um, oh. absolute feast, Dan. Absolute Did you just say Dan it. Molesty then instead what? of Dan? Malecki? I don't know what I said. <laughs> Getting too close to one o'clock. <laughs> it did sound a bit like that. Uh, hey, Danny, <laughs> when yeah. Captain Ravishing returns after his spell, please tell me, please. We're not going to get caught up in the hype like we have last time. Let the horse do the talking. If he's a star, he'll tell us on the racetrack. But I think we might have just gone a little bit overboard. Is that fair? <laughs> Uh, look, there's an element of that. That's the case. I don't reckon he was right. Uh, I think that was obvious chariots of fire night, and I reckon now he needs that spell, and you're right. Let him uh, tell us when he comes back. They'll get opportunities to clash again, uh, catch a wave, Captain Ravishing, and then throw a leap to fame into the mix as well, and the most obvious race that'll happen in is the uh, the Eureka in September, $2.1 million, of which Cordina Chickens. So we know how big the Inghams were in the thoroughbred industry, the Cordina Chickens... Mm -hmm. 
and uh, Daniel Cordina um, have got that slot with Catch a Wave, so they're pretty excited, as you uh, could well imagine, and he's the favourite for, for that race in September. Have a little break, possibly go to Queensland for a race or two uh, and be uh, perfect for, uh, uh, for that uh, race, uh, the Eureka. I, um, did Emma and Clayton make a bit of a blue by running in the Miracle Mile. I mean, I know it doesn't really matter. I mean, the horse is going to have another 50 starts and he'll win his share and one swallow doesn't make a summer and all that sort of stuff. But given he was beaten the start before and there's this massive adulation thing going with him, if they could have their time again, would they have erred on the side of caution and not run in the Miracle Mile? Well, I, I guess they couldn't find anything specifically wrong with him or, or at least anything that would... Uh, uh, hurt his chances or, or physically, so uh, I can understand, and that's why they drove him a little bit differently there. But you could see that he wanted He's to hang in. He's never going to be a Menangle horse. He's never going to be a Menangle horse. Not not from the back of the field, but even Catch a Wave couldn't win from the back of the field. When we were in Hobart that night watching him, he never got into it. He qualified by about a half a head to get into the Chariots of Fire. Wins that wins a Miracle Mile. So it's amazing uh, that that sort of turnaround. But Catch, they both got brilliant gate speed. But Catch a Wave is a faster beginner than Captain Ravish. Uh, and he was able to show that work a bit early the other day. And uh, like the Trotters, the four-year-old brigade have got more depth. Uh, and the, it's the same, or the four-year-old Trotters from last year at least, uh, showed that. And the paces are showing it now. And I think Catch a Wave, Captain Ravishing, Leap to Fame. There's a couple of really good Kiwi four-year-olds as well. Uh, they'll probably be the top five horses in Australasia come uh, the end of this year. Hey, Danny, which of the big guns are still up and about and heading to Perth for that new slot race this year? Yeah, well, that's that's an interesting one. Obviously, Catch a Wave won't be going there. His sights are firmly set later in the year and the horses that I've just mentioned. So uh, a lot of the uh, West Australian horses have found uh, slots there. So you'll have all your big guns uh, from, from WA involved. I'm not really aware of too many Eastern Staters at this stage, but... That will well. It's only a month away, isn't it? When you think about it, it's what five weeks away, guys. Mm, yeah, it's not far at all. It's not far at all, Dan. Hey, uh, today in about twenty minutes' time, Lockenvar Art goes around for his third start in the US. Yeah, he's won two from two so far. He draws barrier one again, and that's uh, actually you can watch it. I was speaking with Kevin Gordon um, earlier, and he thought maybe we won't be able to watch it, but it's listed on the tab at one nineteen, which means it might be on the blue channel. I saw a Yonkers race on before, but there's mm. a couple of other betting sites I know you can watch it on as well. So uh, he's at one nineteen to go three for three, and uh, there's a series that starts in a couple of weeks' time that he's being set for. It's called the Bogata Series. Starts at Yonkers in two weeks. It's the best paces in the US. And three of the horses that he'll be up against in that series are competing in this race uh, here today. So you'll get a really good idea if he can win or, or run really well to give a guide on to how he might go in that Bogata Series starting in a couple of weeks. It's a bit like an inter-dominion over there. Yeah, all right. We'll be certainly keeping a close eye on that. He was one of the biggest names here in Australia in harness racing, and he's going for three on the bounce there in the US in literally about 20 minutes' time. Uh, Dan, just before we let you go, tell us a little bit about Zach Chappenden, who's working for Emma Stewart at the moment. Yeah, fantastic story. 20-year-old from Queensland, young man, look, a good driver, started working with Emma just a few weeks ago, Emma Stewart, 
And his first four drives were four winners, including a Horsham Cup win, which he got up right on the line on a 20-to-1 shot. And his first drive at Melton the other night was a winner as well. So his first four drive, four winners, including a Horsham Cup and a win at Melton. He did lose one later on, um, but his strike rate, I think, is 80%, which is quite extraordinary. Uh, That might flatten out, but I think it's highlighted, A, that Emma and Clayton can get some quality... uh, people to work for them and he's got a huge future as a driver yeah it's a great story we'll um, certainly be following him closely might have to get him on for a chat on the radio as well on the big v hey danny appreciate your work this afternoon uh you're missing out here at uh, oakland Station. i am the um, the beers are cold the food looks sensational and uh, we're about to rip straight into it enjoy your afternoon yeah yeah, yeah. thanks for that <laughs> see you guys hey, i'll see you i'll see you on course saturday Newmarket, 10 o'clock codes Newmarket, if, if I had to pick one of the top five races that traditionally are the best races in Australia, the best sprint race in my eyes is the Newmarket, and I'm really looking forward to it, Matt. Yeah, same, same. Looking yeah, forward to you absolutely. joining you and Simone. And Dan will also join us on Thursday for Greenlight On to preview oh, the weekend's trot action.